Hello, beautiful people. My name is Veronica Mercado, and today we are talking about self-awareness. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So I'm here with Veronica. We're talking self-awareness. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. First off. Yeah. And I think that this was really awesome because I asked you before we got started what was on your heart to share, and it was a lot of stuff. On, you were saying how... You know, you're creating your own reality. If you have harsh deadlines, you got to push and meet, at, or you're, there's a lot of suffering. A lot of it is self-induced. And what drove you to that, having that level of awareness? I guess to to be like, whoa, like I'm causing this. I'm creating this. If you're stressing yourself out, for a lot of people, it's beating themselves up. Um, yeah, I guess let's just talk there. Yeah. What drove me to really see to be that self-aware that I'm creating my own reality took 34 years (laughs) I mean of first really seeing what stress what emotions does to um, the people that I care about like seeing Uh, them react and mm. seeing how those reactions actually created illnesses in their body Um, when my dad passed away my mom was full of grief and she actually created like a cancer in her body because she was not handling her emotions. Wow. So just seeing her really stressed out mm-hmm. um, had me also call like focus in on me mm-hmm. and seeing what I'm doing. Wow. So it was like almost because you cared about her so much, you saw that she was creating that for herself. Then you were like, wait a second. What am I even creating for myself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really was also like in seeing her reaction, Mm -hmm. I was also on the self-healing journey myself. So Mm -hmm. after my father died, I was doing Kundalini. I just knew I needed to be able to hold space. And um, with like yoga and with also uh, I'm in a training, a mystic shaman training. Mm -hmm. And so that also supported me in my like meditation, mindfulness, and really just self-awareness that all of our thoughts, our reality is is self-induced and no mm. longer being the victim of like, holy shit, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. And really just taking ownership of what we create. And yeah. so once that also solidified in my brain and my heart, then that had me see how how I created mm-hmm. like this life for myself and to like honor that play with it and like laugh at it laugh when I'm like oh my god I'm making this way harder which was than compassion was. you started to have compassion for yourself yes instead of like try hard do it just ah exactly yeah. it works sometimes it's like you can do it just push through it right. you said you wanted to do it this way so then you got it and then there's also a part of like you're not you're not sleeping mm-hmm. how much of a service are you um for for yourself and other people it's really a balance Mm -hmm. to um identify why we do what we do is it coming Mm -hmm. out of avoidance or is it coming out of this is a new challenge for me let's let's go Mm -hmm. let's let's take the steps to be courageous right so and it does take courageous to own be be self-aware and own it Mm -hmm. i think too um because it does hurt your ego a little bit or it can knowing oh i'm messed up i'm at fault here uh, it's taking a blow to your ego in some regards. And I love how you did just, you know, laugh at yourself and find humor in it all. Cause so, so often we take things super seriously, especially if there's heartbreak or 
Um, you're just in a state of anxiety. You don't know what's next. It's like life is serious. So I got to take it all seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you can take a step back and just laugh sometimes, you put the right perspective on things. Exactly. So what do you have to say? Because you mentioned it a little bit about avoidance. Um, what do you mean by avoidance and how does that get in the way of self-awareness? Mm, avoidance is our brain wanting to be comfortable. Mm. We want things to be the same. Mm-hmm. And when there's things that come up in our lives that are actually the best things for us, it, it could be challenging. And our brain does not want to go there because it's like, ooh, that's new. I don't know what that feels like. So then it avoids certain situations. So it can avoid... Um, doing a podcast because (laughs) you're afraid of how you're going to sound. It can avoid um, doing something that's going to put you out there that it's going to be out of fear. So Mm -hmm. in that avoidance, you then distract yourself with something Mm -hmm. else. It can be um, distracting yourself in a relationship Mm -hmm. or distracting yourself in work and actually not dealing with the relationship. So Mm -hmm. avoidance can look like so many things. And what I've learned is that when, when you finally see the same results, when you see the same results over and over, then you're like, what, what am I doing here? Right. You yeah. kind of hit that threshold and you're like, wait, this might be me. Exactly. <laughs> like, what am I yeah. missing? Mm-hmm. So it's just patterns. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, it's also important, too, to notice like, how sometimes people can avoid doing the work, like the internal work of uh, really meeting themselves and becoming self-aware because we're, it's easier to point a finger and blame or it's, it's easier to shift the blame onto somebody else and not take ownership. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I've, um, it's so interesting with people in relationships, especially or when friends give each other advice and like you've gone through a breakup and they're like, oh, they're the enemy. Like they didn't know. Um, they like vilify the other person mm-hmm. because they don't know what else to say. They want to yeah. comfort you. But at the same point, like that does nothing mm-hmm. because then it doesn't allow you or the like to really see what that relationship looked like, to right. really see what what part that you had mm-hmm. in that. So it's avoidance from actual from like an opportunity of self growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And seeing that to really face it and face yourself at a deeper level. Yes. And even. um People have this debate of like the spiritual community where they can be like so much in the light mm-hmm. where then you're like avoiding actually um, spiritual bypassing. Yes, yeah, spiritual yeah. bypassing. Um, but there's also this bypassing. I think I just I saw a quote from Will Smith of like you can't achieve out of your childhood trauma. Damn. And so when we we just look of like okay accomplishment accomplishment that's building our self confidence but at the same time you still have the lens of that wounded child mm-hmm. and so i feel like you need you definitely get the opportunity to do both to clear mm-hmm. what's happened in the past right to understand those habits mm-hmm. to talk to that wounded child and then to also build new neural pathways that create a different story right. so it's that balance yeah, yeah. that's really that's really huge. I love that quote too. I think a lot of people just try to fill up with avoiding or achieving or uh, mainly it's achieving. That could look like the gym. That could look like business. Mm-hmm. Um, that could look like uh, you know hobbies. Anything that will distract. You'll get attention, but it will be because of something you did, not something of who you are as a person. You almost put the 
center of the attention off of yourself in a way, in a weird, twisted way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my, I saw my mom and she throws herself in her business because she doesn't like know how to deal with like her emotions and that mm-hmm. grief. And so if things come too hard, you think like, oh, I'm just going to do what I know how to do. And, um, and that also takes, takes you away from doing the work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So when people start to have a more self-awareness, I'm sure they also then start to know deep down where they are avoiding and where they are. Um, cause I, I'm, I can hear people now, how do I know if I'm avoiding? How do I know if I'm actually doing the work? Mm-hmm. I think it comes with self-awareness. If you're actually sitting with yourself and not lying to yourself and you're owning your truth, you'll know if you're avoiding, you'll know, like deep down, you already know the truth. Yes. I think it is just facing yourself um, and having that level of self-awareness. Yeah. It's really taking that time. Like Mm. silence is so important to like clear out all the noise, turn off Instagram, turn Mm -hmm. off out the rest of the world and just really take the time to sit with yourself. Mm. Um, I think it's called Vipassana where people look like take 10 day retreats, yeah, silent yeah. retreats. Um, that's a luxury for, you know, <laughs> people to get off work and to do that. But mm. just allowing like an hour, 20 minutes for you to just really sit with yourself and journal and you can, f- yeah, like what you were saying, you know, if you're doing something out of fear, mm. if you're doing something out of love and courage and, really take that to heart and then don't avoid the answer and then Mm -hmm. rationalize yourself out of it because that's what's going to happen too (laughs) and then you're going to have the same problem like Mm -hmm. it's going to come up Mm -hmm. and ways to help get you there and supporters like it's there's so many different routines that you can do in terms of like coming back to your center Mm -hmm. um having a morning routine, having a daily ritual that is just for you, mm-hmm. like an hour, two hours of your day where you are writing down your intentions, you're writing down your dreams, you're writing down mm-hmm. um, your future self, like where you see yourself in five years and just really get grounded in who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, meditating. Meditating is, um, there's so much science and research yeah. and I know people probably go through the emotions and they're like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Like just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need guided meditations, there's so many things online yeah. to help support you. Cause what that does is just allow you to see your thoughts. That's the point of mindfulness meditations is, exactly. is to be mindful and just be aware of awareness <laughs> really. Yeah. And so when you're aware in that state, mm-hmm. then you can practice being aware when you're interacting with people. Right. Yeah. Right. So you really find, I know some people do it through journaling. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I preach a lot on mirror work. Uh, mm, what and is talk, that? Talking that? out loud to yourself Ooh. in the mirror. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just I having a conversation that. with yourself. I'm more uh, tangible. So if it's out loud speaking with my voice, yes. that hits me different than a meditation or, and it hits me different than, than journaling. I meditate, I journal, but mirror work is the thing that I really go to if I want to make a serious shift. You know what? Even what you're doing in like filming and podcasts, that's mm-hmm. also so much self healing and self awareness oh, yeah. work. So definitely, I feel you <laughs> on that in like recording yourself and then seeing yeah. yourself. That's that's so many that lands on so many different senses, mm-hmm. and I like that um, that mirroring effect. Like because yeah. you are literally seeing yourself, mm. and you are hearing. Like this is the vibration of like oh, this is where I'm at right now. Right. I've even had clients do voice notes on their phone mm-hmm. and then like play them back later. 
as a form of journaling, which I thought was pretty interesting. I've never done that myself, but yeah. I, I think that's the point too. I think often we like journal and then we don't look back. Yeah. So like play the video, <laughs> you have something going on in your head and just play it out, record yourself mm-hmm. and look at yourself at the end of the evening, like, right. and see, oh, that's where I was. Mm-hmm. And it, honestly, I think you get more self-aware when you're self-centered. Mm, and that more. people are like, think that that's super, um, what is that? Egotistical. Selfish, Selfish, egotistical, yeah. right? Being self-centered. But that term self-centered is just that you know yourself and that you're mm-hmm. grounded in yourself and that whatever hottest thing is happening on Instagram <laughs> or like trends, yeah. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so I think like we've, the society has taken us away from being selfish and made it a bad thing. Right. And so when we think that you take it's away bad, your identity. Yeah, then they're taking away your identity. Yeah. If you're being selfish, then you're like, you're not supposed to be selfish. You're supposed to be humble. You're not supposed to be boastful mm-hmm. and like proud of what you do. Then we're just like barely showing up right. for ourselves. Then we're just like giving out, like giving so much praise for other people. You're, we're missing ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm on this path to like be super self-centered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> super. Yeah. Um, and like when people are saying like, oh, like that's pretty selfish. I'm like, oh, I almost want to be like, oh, thank you. Like cause yeah. it took a lot to get to that point to get to that point i think a lot of people listening uh, i know a lot of people listening have big hearts they are very selfless people yeah and give a lot and that's just know that because that's who i am um and i was actually recording something for one of my new um programs that's releasing soon and i was talking about how having a big heart's not a bad thing and caring a lot's not a bad thing at all but if sometimes we equate having a big heart and caring to like what's causing us pain when it's like we're not even that that caring, that big heart, you're only giving like 90%. And what I mean by that is it may seem like 100%, but you're not giving it to yourself. Exactly. And that little extra perspective shift of also giving to yourself is where you'll love even more and where you have a totally new perspective. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's actually why I created, I mean, like my, mm-hmm. my business name is um, Well With V. Mm-hmm. And the saying is like, fill your well, be the well. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you are filling yourself, when you are so immersed in your passion and what you, what you love, mm-hmm. then you are the well to the, to others. Like yeah. then you're so abundant, you're so in your flow then you can give mm-hmm. from that place. If you're just like focused on that other person, you care like so much about them, it's beautiful, but you're, you're coming from a, an empty well mm-hmm. because you come from that place of like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so giving, what about me? How come you're not giving back mm-hmm. to me too? When right. it's like- It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm, um, I'm like a recovering, martyr mm. like um coming from a background of like social work and the nonprofit sector it's like mm. you're not even supposed to like money um yeah. yeah and there's so much of if you are in the struggle then like that's where the work needs to be right. so that it's all supposed to be a struggle and it's all supposed to be a struggle mm. and i've also just been working with so many like women and teachers and nurses so many people in this caring profession mm-hmm. so much beautiful hearts they're not giving to themselves yeah that they don't have the time to even like give to themselves so that's like also a reason why like 
when I um, thought of like well with thee and fill your well be the well is because like to remind people to like nourish themselves mm-hmm. to come back to themselves because mm-hmm. that is like the best thing that they can do if they really want to share that love out to right. the world right and I think it's it's so important that's been a big part of my journey too is like sacrificing myself in order yeah. to get the girl or to help the people or whatever it is and I just put myself last and it took me up until 2019 to recognize like that's what was causing all of my suffering mm. and again like going back to the beginning of this podcast I was creating that uh-huh. I was neglecting myself and looking for everybody else to fill the void and looking to achieve my way past my traumas and past my hurts, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that that's uh, really come full circle there. What, do you, what would you say to people who are struggling with that now? What would be your biggest tip of advice? Maybe they now have the awareness of, oh, fuck, maybe there's some patterns or, oh, wow, like maybe there's, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not showing up for myself. My well's not full. Mm-hmm. What would you mm-hmm. say to them? Mm-hmm. First, no judgment, no yes. shame that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, remember that these are ha- habits. These were survival mechanisms that you felt like you needed to do at over the course of your life. Mm. And just recognize that that worked for you at that moment. When you were young, when you were in past relationships, that, w- that was working. Mm. Um, and now you, when you realize that, that self-awareness, then mm. just know that that's, that's like the best thing that you can do is like, oh, I, now I know. Now I can do something about it. Now that's mm-hmm. where the juicy work starts. And so um, once you have that awareness, really tap in and take the time for yourself of thinking of what really matters to you, what brings mm-hmm. you joy, scheduling your uh, your day where you get to just be, where yeah. you get to play, where where you get to read, just really just take the time for mm-hmm. you. Like imagine that you're dating yourself. <laughs> yeah. What would you do? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think we would really, we'd realize how like, oh my God, how good of a partner am I, right? Mm. If we were thinking of like how much of, if we were to be in relationship with us and mm-hmm. how we treat each other. Right. Yeah. That's about becoming the right person. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. So meeting yourself deeper. Meeting yourself deeper, deeper, take yourself out on dates, get to mm. know you. Yeah. That's the best thing for, for you to realize like, oh shit, I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you get to, now you get the joy of like having a relationship with yourself. You get to date yourself. You get to mm. figure out what you love and, and go towards that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So if people do start to do the juicy work, they're diving into it. Where can people find you and what you do so they can go deeper in that? Beautiful. Yes. So I would love to support you on the journey to dig deeper into yourself. So you can find me on the gram, uh, well.with.v. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. As always, you got amazing perspectives. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for your big heart. (laughs) Of course. Mm -hmm. For everybody listening, as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.